أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد uh, I apologize if there's anybody who likes to hear this uh, talk uh, as soon as it comes out earlier in the night, I apologize for taking so much time. Mashallah, today was a particularly busy and somewhat harrowing day, so the request is made for du'as. Uh, because Alhamdulillah, Mashallah, while talking about the awliya and all these wonderful things, Mashallah, um, we also get a chance to uh, deal with the real world ups and downs of life. So, you know, board meeting and a couple of fundraisers and bayans later. Uh, here we are. And uh, before actually continuing the uh, the 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 discussion from where we left off about Imam Ghazali's life and times, um, in particular uh, his refusal to return to Baghdad in a later part of his life. I wanted to mention something which was a correction that uh, in the in the in the majlis in which we talked about the critics of the Ihya after uh, 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 a bit of. Uh, Marthiya for uh, uh, our marhum bi'ithnillahi tabarak wa ta'ala uh, Shaykh Allama Khalid Mahmood um, I had mentioned Ibn al-Jawzi and then I mentioned that he was a student of Ibn Taymiyyah and it was a very brainless spacing on my part Ibn al-Jawzi is not the student of Ibn Taymiyyah rather he is a great muhaddith and Hanbali scholar and uh, a great preacher of Baghdad who actually we're going to talk about when we're done with Ghazali he's kind of a contemporary of Ghazali's uh, 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 wa ta'ala. Uh, and so we'll, we'll talk about him actually his chapter is up uh, inshallah and we, if we have time inshallah before the end of Ramadan we'll talk about him in more detail so it was he who was referenced and he who we talked about I don't know why I spaced uh, on that uh, per, you know perhaps a little bit of uh, improvement in reading comprehension maybe someone can and send me like hooked on phonics for Eid uh, but I think maybe one of the reasons that I spaced in my head was that uh, um, he was mentioned after Ibn Taymiyyah even though he uh, he's, he's squarely much before Ibn Taymiyyah uh, uh, historically uh, uh, but he was mentioned after Ibn Taymiyyah was mentioned amongst the critics of the Hiya and uh, uh, I, maybe I assumed that it was uh, 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 Ibn Taymiyyah's student Ibn al-Qayyim uh, uh, Ibn Qayyim al-Jawziyah and so the Josiah is a madrasa that was uh, a, a waqf made in the name uh, of uh, Ibn al-Jawzi. And uh, uh, Ibn Qayyim's father was like the rector of that madrasa in his lifetime. So they called him the Ibn Qayyim al-Jawziyah. So I must have confused the two of them for that reason. But uh, I, I wanted to thank uh, Brother uh, Rashad Ali, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, uh, reward him for, uh, for bringing my attention to this oversight. Uh, a very, uh, mashallah, well-read brother. Uh, and I'm somewhat almost embarrassed that... Uh, you know, he, he listens to my, uh, my, my majalis. So inshallah, anyone, if they ever see something wrong in it, please bring it to my attention and uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you. So we uh, talk about Ghazali's refusal to return uh, to Baghdad. Ghazali was pre prevailed upon by Fakhrul Mulk, the son of Nizam al-Mulk. Right? Nizam al-Mulk was his original patron and the patron of uh, 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 Imam al-Haramain al-Juwaini and the architect of the Nizamiya program by which uh, ulama would be trained uh, for the service of the state uh, uh, and for the service of Islam and the sacred creed of the Sunnah. 
Um, so uh, he was uh, Nizam al-Mulk, the father, was assassinated by the by the assassins. We talked about that a little bit earlier. Uh, Ghazali was prevailed upon by Fakhr al-Mulk, the son of Nizam al-Mulk, who had become a wazir uh, to the Seljuk prince Sanjar uh, uh, to return to uh, Nishapur in uh, Dhul Qa'da of 499 after Hijra and resumed the chief professorship at the Nizamiya uh, uh, Madrasa. Fakhr al-Mulk uh, was assassinated in the beginning of 500 uh, after uh, Hijra, so not far after that, not long after that, by a, a, a Batini assassin. Um, and Ghazali abandoned the profession of teaching shortly thereafter. Uh, he returned to his native town of Tus, which is uh, the modern city of Mashhad, by the way, uh, and uh, or near the modern city of Mashhad, uh, and founded a small institution for the teaching of his local disciples and the cultivation of a religious life. Uh, the then Seljuk Sultan appointed Ahmed, the elder son of Nizam al-Mulk, uh, as his wazir, meaning Fakhr al-Mulk's brother, um, in the year 500 AH, who again made a request to Ghazali to resume his post at the Nizamiya Madrasa in Baghdad, which had uh, only been provisionally filled in uh, at that point. As a matter of fact, there was nobody in the entire world of Islam who could replace Ghazali. Boy, ain't that a fact. Uh, uh, the Nizamiya University and Madrasa at Baghdad was a premier institution in those days and occupied a place of pride in the educational and religious academics of the uh, uh, Abbasid Empire. Um, everyone felt the loss uh, uh, suffered by the Nizamiya on account of Ghazali's retirement and was anxious for his return to teaching in Baghdad. Uh, Qawamuddin uh, 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 Nizam al-Mulk was a grand vizier of the Seljuk king uh, 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 um, uh, wrote a personal letter to Ghazali expressing uh, desire, uh, 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 the desire of the then uh, Abbasi uh, Khalifa uh, that he should return to Baghdad. So the caliphate was still there. It was an institution that still existed. Um, and it had some political relevance, but uh, you know, sovereignty over the, the, the entire ummah was not, not you know, uh, an accurate description of it. Inshallah, you can call up my good uh, friend Firas Khatib and he'll tell you more about that inshallah uh, if you if you if you request nicely but uh, um, you know still the the Khalifa still was an important figure in the Muslim world he was a respected and authoritative figure even though he didn't actually run the state at that point um, the Seljuk king wrote a personal letter to Ghazali expressing the desire of the then, then Abbasid Caliph uh, that he should return to Baghdad. In the letter he wrote, I solicited the orders of the Caliph in this matter, but these were not granted until Sadruddin took it upon himself that the wishes of the Caliph should be communicated uh, to him personally uh, 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 to the uh, Khwajai Ajal Zainuddin Hujjatul Islam Faridul Zaman Abu uh, 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 Abu Hamid Muhammad bin Muhammad al-Ghazali who was peerless and up to whom everybody looks for guidance so uh, he was given granted these titles by the uh, by the uh, uh, by, by the by the Khalifa um, and really he is the Khaja, the Khaja of his time and the uh, Zainuddin the beauty of the deen and the Hujjat al-Islam uh, the proof of Islam and the Farid al-Zaman the unique one of his time or of time in general, um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on him and give him a high rank. In order to impress that all the courtiers and chiefs uh, of the caliphate were anxiously awaiting the return of Ghazali, all the high officials of the caliph's court signed the letter 
Uh, in yet another uh, letter, Ahmed, the eldest son of Nizam al-Mulk, wrote to Ghazali, Although scholars would go on, uh, would go to the place whereupon you happen to be present for acquiring knowledge from you, it appears reasonable that you should choose for your residence a place that is not only the metropolis of the Islamic world, but also easily accessible from all parts of the empire. In such a place is obviously Baghdad. So meaning he said, I acknowledge that you're teaching in Tus, but uh, it would be better for the students if you came to Baghdad. In reply to the royal edicts and letters uh, from his well-wishers, Ghazali sent a lengthy reply, giving the reasons for not returning to his teaching profession in Baghdad. He pleaded that uh, one and a half hundred students who were receiving education under him in Tus would find it extremely difficult to go all the way to Baghdad with him. His family, which was not with him earlier in Baghdad, would have to face unnecessary hardship if he again migrated from Tus. He also said that in Baghdad it would be uh, uh, impossible for him to remain unconcerned with the polemics and debates which had become the prevailing state of the court of life. Um, which uh, w- uh, while he and he, while he was uh, uh, at the maqam Ibrahim in his Hajj, he had taken a vow uh, never to enter such futile controversies. Meaning he wasn't gonna you know go on endlessly with like pol- polemical uh, debates. Uh, so he basically wasn't going to open a Twitter account or a Facebook account or whatever and do what many of us do. Allah forgive us all. Uh, he wasn't. He, he's he's like I don't. I'm, I'm not wasting my life on this. Um, which is a good lesson for all of us. If he didn't want to participate in them, we should also not want to read them or see them. So if you know, if you've seen that same uh, polemical issue debated like for the 700th time, it's okay. Just close it. Don't read it again. Uh, you're just poisoning your heart at that point, and you're not going to benefit your head at all. Um, so he said that uh, he said that while he had taken a vow at the maqam Ibrahim that he would never enter into such futile controversies. Other reasons given by Ghazali were that he did not like to visit the caliph nor accept any uh, remuneration from the caliphate, but it would be difficult for him to do so uh, without either of these in Baghdad as he did not possess any landed property in the capital which could support his family. He didn't want to take a grant from the government, but he couldn't afford to live in, in, uh, in Baghdad either. The Abbasid Caliphate as well as the Seljuk king tried their best to persuade Ghazali to return to Baghdad, but he refused to comply with their requests. And this is also keen on his part as well, that he didn't want to, I mean, like one might say, well, okay, give me the land and give me this and then I'll come. But still you're kind of beholden to, he didn't want to be beholden to uh, any of the above. Um, and uh, whoever frees himself of need uh, from others, Allah Ta'ala will, will free that person of need uh, of, of others. Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala free us all of need from his creation and keep uh, our faqar and our need uh, only for him. The death of Imam Ghazali Rahimahullah. Ghazali spent the rest of his life in further studies like a student. He had not been able to pay as much attention to the hadith as he was able to uh, uh, the other religious and secular sciences. He therefore tried to make up uh, 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 the gap by studying uh, Sahih Bukhari and Sahih Muslim under a reputed traditionalist of his time, meaning muhaddith of his time, Hafiz Amr uh, ibn uh, Abul Hassan al-Rawasi. He even obtained the uh, uh, ijazah um, uh, uh, of having studied uh, the two books under uh, al-Rawasi, who was a well-known muhaddith. As the analysts report, meaning the historians report, uh, he spent most of his time uh, um, uh, during this period in the study of hadith. One of his biographers, Ibn Asake, records during the last days of his life, Ghazali addressed himself wholeheartedly to the study of hadith. 
During this period, he preferred to stay in the company of religious scholars and studied Sahih Bukhari and Sahih Muslim, uh, which are deemed to be the most authentic collections of the Sunnah. Ghazali wrote another book uh, on legal theory known as Al-Mustasfa, uh, just a year or so before his death. Uh, this work of Ghazali is still considered as one of the best of three outstanding contributions to the subject, uh, 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 the other uh, two being uh, the Mu'tamad of Abu Hussein al-Basri and al-Burhan of Imam al-Haramain uh, 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 al-Juwaini. Ghazali rahimullah ta'ala died at Tabaran uh, 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 on the 14th of uh, Jamad al-Ukhra, 505, at the age of 55 years. So he didn't have... In what we would consider like a super long life, but he did live a, a whole life, rahimahullah ta'ala. Uh, Ibn al-Jawzi uh, 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 has given a graphic description of Ghazali's passing as told by uh, Ahmed Ghazali, uh, um, his brother who was an eyewitness to his brother's remarkable passing. It was uh, Monday, he got up in the morning, made his uh, wudu and performed his fajr prayers. He then asked uh, uh, to bring his shroud Taking it, he kissed it and laid it on his eyes with the words, I submit to the command of my master. He then stretched out his feet, uh, facing the Qibla, the people uh, who saw him at that point had seen that he'd already passed away. Allah Ta'ala, uh, Allah Ta'ala, forgive him and give him a high maqam. Two outstanding qualities of Ghazali. Uh, immaculate sincerity and indomitable courage were the two most impressive qualities of Ghazali which have been acknowledged by all friends as well as foes. Uh, his writings breathe an almost tragic urgency of his message. Ibn Taymiyyah uh, differs from Ghazali on many issues, but ha he has absolutely no doubt about the sincerity of Ghazali's uh, uh, purpose. And so he gives a, uh, a reference to the Fatawa, volume 2, page 194. One of the brothers actually looked up the uh, previous reference uh, to uh, Ibn Taymiyyah's Fatawa about his opinion about the, uh, the Ihya. And mashallah, like I read the Arabic, it's remarkably it's remarkably uh, true to the, the the translation quoted in this book, which you know uh, should be the case. But uh, one should always check, and it's always good to see that uh, that the scholarship is exacting. And uh, he's mentioned, he, you know, Mulan Abul Hassan Ali Nadwi mentions the immaculate sincerity and indomitable courage. You have to be sincere when you're already on top of the world. Like, uh, like he, he was in terms of academics, to then find a teacher and sit and learn, it's, it's hard, it's difficult. And only a person of like the utmost sincerity would, would be able to do that. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I mean, <laughs> someone like me, Allah becomes like, you know, gets 15 followers on some social media account and uh, uh, doesn't want to listen to anyone anymore. Allah ta'ala forgive us, Allah forgive us, Allah forgive us and guide us to something better, inshallah. Allah give us the tawfiq to sit at the feet of the ulama and to sit in the circles of the students of knowledge and to open the books and keep uh, learning, keep reading until the day we die, just like uh, Imam Ghazali. He probably, uh, not probably, he definitely was far less in need of it than, than, than someone like me is. Allah Ta'ala keep us uh, bound to this uh, learning into these books and to these ulama uh, for all the days of our life and in the hereafter as well. The reason behind uh, effectiveness as well as immense popularity gained by Ghazali's works was his earnestness and selfless devotion to the truth which made him abandon the most coveted post at the Nizamiya uh, Madrasa, led him to spend a decade in seclusion and contemplation and finally gave him the courage to turn down uh, the invitations of emperors, resist temptations of riches, honor, and glory. Uh, he has written that the evil which gets out last from the heart of a righteous man 
Ramadan is the Hubbul Jah, the love of honor, which is a particularly deba- debilitating uh, section to, to, to read if someone wants to go back. If someone missed that majlis, you can go back and uh, read about the love of prestige and Jah. Um, he, he'd written that that was a lasting that leaves the heart of the righteous man. Ghazali, uh, his life before his demise bears testimony to the fact that he had attained the stage of self-purification and moral rectitude. Ghazali was fired with an adventure, uh, adventurous spirit and a lofty idealism which enabled him to set his heart upon an ever higher objective. His work on fiqh and on uh, uh, usul was a beacon of light for the scholar jurists uh, for many centuries to come. Contrary to the pattern of education followed in Ghazali's time, he studied secular sciences after acquiring master over, mastery over religious learning. Which, by the way, if there's any Mulvi who's listening to this, you graduated from Madras, especially those of my brothers, mashallah, who went to Madrasa like in middle school or high school. There's no shame. Go to the community college, you know, uh, take English 101, take English 102, you know, take uh, one thing is taking the, the um, humanities and the social sciences, which is really good. If you have the Himma, go, you know, take math, get do a degree in, in, in math, pure math, applied math, chemistry, biology, physics, uh, all of these things. We, sh- you know, we have to have people who are grounded in, uh, in, in, in la ilaha illallah um, to be able to interpret uh, uh, life to people. Um, and I'm not saying that use, you know, whatever, you know, this guy hear this kind of nonsense the talk about. We need to use Ashari Aqidah in order to interpret quantum mechanics. You're not going to use Aqidah to interpret like imperial, empirical uh, phenomena in the world around you. But still, uh, we need to have people grounded in our Aqidah and grounded in the Sunnah to show every people of every walk of life how they can benefit from their knowledge in a way that's uh, in the way that's harmonious with the Sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, rather than perhaps you know cracking a, a you know cracking a book of kalam open and you know, trying to tell someone about quantum mechanics, which I, I I'm not really a big fan of this idea, uh, because it seems like a weird mismatch to me. You know, I, I, wallahu alam. Someone can call me out if they want to, but I feel like those people when they say stuff like this, they neither know what aqidah is or kalam, nor do they know what quantum mechanics is, and Allah knows best. Uh, his uh, uh, he engaged himself in intensive study of philosophy and other speculative sciences at a time of the time and soon acquired such a profession proficiency in these subjects that he was able to challenge the competence of reason which could not be adequately met by the philosophers uh, for a uh, uh, hundred years in making a personal search for the truth his efforts were in no way meaner than his accomplishments in the field of intellect. He turned to the path of Stasowuf uh, for pur- uh, purification of the self and gaining spiritual strength under a reputed spiritual mentor of the time, Sheikh Abu Ali al-Farmadi uh, uh, passed away in 477 after Hijra. He abandoned everything he had and spent a decade in solitude and contemplation and was favored with uh, illumination and uh, uh, enlightenment and uh, Kashf and the visions uh, uh, of the truth by Allah Ta'ala. Impact of Ghazali. In intellectual and spiritual attainments, brilliance of his mind and totality of knowledge he had mastered, uh, there have been only a few personalities compared uh, comparable to Ghazali. His epoch-making writings were the harbinger of a vigorous intellectual movement and a source of inspiration to subsequent generations. Ghazali did in fact uh, leave such a deep imprint on the pages of Islamic history that his impact on subsequent Islamic thought 
um, subsequent Islamic thought had always been acknowledged both by his admirers and critics. His writings are still held in uh, high esteem and profitably studied by those who yearn for purification of the self and uh, uh, commun com mystical communion with the Lord. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, uh, have mercy on him. Allah ta'ala inspire us inshallah to benefit from uh, him from his uh, example and from his books. And to read, look, you know, if you, if you don't know Arabic uh, and uh, it, you know, looks interesting, go, go, go learn and make the intention to read these books. Inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, answered the prayers of many a person who uh, had this desire and uh, made them a better person for it. And if, uh, you know, if you do know Arabic and, uh, you know, maybe like you're like me and uh, just need to read more, inshallah, go crack the book open. Um, Ghazali has a number of works some are longer than others some are shorter than others and uh, you can always uh, you can always uh, look at the Majmur Rusail not all of the, the works are super long either and not all of them are as difficult to read um, so something really easy for the student of knowledge who wants to read something in Arabic is like Ayyuh um, al-Walad it's, it's a, a, a relatively easier uh, um, uh, read than some of the more technical works uh, it's a um, a letter of wasiyah to one of his students uh, who had, uh, you know, graduated from his study and was going to go back and work to spread the deen amongst his people. And it gives you a glimpse of his cutting intellect and his uh, uh, glistening uh, 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 spirituality. Uh, at any rate, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give all of us tawfiq to benefit from him and from uh, the other uh, guardians of the knowledge of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and Allah Taala accept from us our fasting and our prayers in these mubarak nights. Wa sallallahu tabarak wa taala wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhum.